Welcome to 15 with Christine. Donna Gilliland, owner of Most Training, is my special guest today. So let's get started. On 15 with Christine, we talk about all things business growth. But before we get started, I want to let you know where you can find the broadcast. I'll come to you live on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Hit the subscribe button and you won't miss an episode. You know, my goal with 15 with Christine is to introduce you to people that can help you grow your business, that can help you grow your career. And I'm excited today to welcome Donna Gilliland with Most Training. Hi, Donna. Hey, good morning. Good morning. You know, Donna is a, you know, a professional who has become a professional friend really through LinkedIn. Um, I am constantly amazed at the kind of relationships you can build with people that you have common, you know, professional interests with, common ground with. And for me, Donna, you have been one of those really valuable relationships that has been built through this platform. Thank yeah, and I'd love to ask you about, um, you know, how you've built most training and and also how your your presence on LinkedIn and other social media has has grown as your as your business has grown. All right. Well, uh, so which one do you want to start with? How, how it came about or or the growth through social media? Why don't we start there first? Okay. Transition, maybe even to, you know, what you've done on LinkedIn, because okay. that, that's how the two of us connected. All right. So growth through social media. Is that my question? <laughs> right, Sounds so, good. Well, let's start with LinkedIn. Um, OK. LinkedIn has been really that that core social media piece to yes. help me connect with who my audience is, who my demographic yes. is. But the main thing I think LinkedIn for me is that building of relationships Yes. And it, like you and I have come to know each other as a result yes. of LinkedIn. Um, so it's it, whenever people ask about which social media channel should I be on, uh, I encourage people that their start point as a business professional, yes. um, they start with LinkedIn. And I have many reasons for why you should start there. But, but one in brief is yes. that when people are looking to do business with you yes. or looking to learn more about you just personally. It may be even that you are being entertained as someone they want to hire. You just don't know that yet. Okay. And so LinkedIn is, has become that first starting point for many who are seeking uh, to know more about you. And yes. besides when you do Google, if your profile is public, you're going to be right. on the first page of Google. Right. So, Donna, how would you describe how you've pursued building building relationships um, th through those connections? Because you you do such a beautiful job of it. Oh, thank you. the The first and foremost is is that I make it about other people, not about me, which is really yes. what we should do. Yes. Period. Yes. And by providing information that will help people so that when they come to say my LinkedIn, 
profile, that there's going to be a post there that will help them at some level in a variety of areas, personally and business-wise. Right. And uh, by, you know, publishing articles from time to time that would help. So it's about how can we help those that we are connected to, which yes. in turn helps. It's, it's a bi-directional thing, but it needs to start with first. Yes. Well, I love that. That focus on giving and that focus on bringing value to the people you're looking to build relationships with. Can you share a specific example of something that you have shared that has brought value to other people? Just to give people, I guess, a real a, a detailed explanation of how you've done that. Well, I think one of the things that comes to mind right now is helping people to work remotely. When pandemic yeah. uh, hit, which we had no way to prepare for that. Right, right. And that just came out like out of the blue, as they say. Yes. And to, I think that most helpful of recent has been helping people to transition from the conventional way that one works to now having to be uh, remote and learning yes. technologies that are remote in nature, that they, yes. they, they just had to crash course learn for themselves yes. how to adapt and do business effectively uh, as a result. So I think that's probably the most recent thing that's been very helpful to people. And learning how to be, to virtually speak, uh, yes. be better speakers in a virtual environment versus being live before your audience. Okay, so so for example, like we are here on StreamYard, or if you mm -hmm. were on Zoom or Microsoft Teams. Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you have any specific tips that have really resonated with your audience? Uh, in terms of the virtual piece, yes. Uh, virtually, yes. And well, there are so many, but I'll try to stick to maybe a top three. Is, uh, I think a top one, three is great. Let's do a top three. Uh, top would be to make certain that your technology works correctly, that you've tested it out. Okay. So before test. you begin to use whichever one of these that you're going to use, whether that's Teams, yes. a Zoom or whatever. And then second to that would be, that you have practice how you're going to look and speak yes. uh, in virtual, uh, which you could pre-record yourself to do that, to look, even using your phone for that matter, so you yeah. can look to see, and to make certain that you've got the right equipment, a good microphone, uh, the camera is good, lighting, yeah. those are among the top three, within that <laughs> framework of the top three. And uh and to make sure that you are plugged into a uh, to a direct point of access for the internet, not using just Wi-Fi. Okay, that's all. That's all great advice. And of course, the list would go on, but that's I think that's <laughs> a top one. That's that. Those are the top ones. That's a great place to start. Yeah. So when you when I think of most training, mm -hmm. a number of different kind of pictures come into my mind. Can Can you tell us more about that the company? You know, the name, I, and I think you've been in business for, for many years. Is that right? 18 years this May. Congratulations. <clears throat> and uh, thank you. And MOSS is an acronym. Uh, it actually started, the company started as uh, provi providing productivity training in Microsoft Office. Okay. And MOSS is actually an acronym that Microsoft uses for their, um, for their certification path of Microsoft Office specialist. Okay. So the focus 18 years ago was to increase productivity in the use of that suite of products. Okay. But as time 
went on and technologies came on board. Now MOS is an acronym really for three services, which is mobile productivity office, yes. which is the Microsoft office piece. That's actually what they've changed their name to is office um, yes. and uh, the S for social media. So that's what I do. I had the chance to look through some of your some of your posts. I think some of your articles and one of them caught my attention. Um, I'm one of those people who really likes pivot tables. And, you know, I don't get into Excel like I used to um, now Mm -hmm. that I run this uh, Sandler business. But the information that you can analyze using those tools and the way that they've changed pivot tables is is, really interesting. If you're into that kind of thing like me. However, what really caught my attention was your article was really about taking a step back and understanding kind of the how and the why behind the formula, I guess, framework inside Excel so you can better use it. And I, you know, I loved the way you netted that out, uh, but I'd also love to hear how how does that apply to your entire business? Because it just really gave me a strategic look into how you think and how you train your clients to be most effective. And uh, so the answer to that is that whenever I, I meet with uh, customers, there's, of course, the, the, the meeting with the one who's going to who wants the training for a team. Yes. And then there's that stage of being with the students. So I'll start yes. at that first stage is that I help companies identify where the knowledge deficits are. So a company yes. might come and say, I love pivot tables, too. <laughs> and uh, and but people often think they're intimidating, but but they're not. Right. Uh, but so it, so a company might uh, call me to say we need some targeted training and they need to be uh, better at pivot tables or learn those. However, right. what might not be known, which is where I come in, mm-hmm. is there may not be that foundational piece in yes. that particular program that's very necessary for you to be even able to create a pivot table. And often people think, yes. for example, they maybe know the formulas piece. So it's helping them learn what needs to, what we need to set up for people to learn that they hadn't thought about before until we had that meeting to sort right. of, um, to reveal what it yes. is that's not. Because known. there's more to analyzing the data than just oh, yeah. using a rote formula. You've got to understand the bigger context Yes. to put together relevant data. That's exactly right. Yes. Well said. Exactly right. So how have you um, helped your clients do just that? I mean, what, if I was talking to one of your best clients, what, what would they say about working with, with Donna, working with most training? Well, I'll tell you what's been written about me. I would <laughs> love to hear. All right. So, um, so the, the common thread of what people write in, in testimonials uh, is that I make it easy to develop a plan of action. Yes, and that it's, I make learning easy. I see, I like, I like things that are technical, but I don't want to teach it in a technical way. Right. I want to teach it. And I do in a way that you can take something dry, like people would consider formulas and pivot tables dry. I had a customer write me to say, you know, when they said that we were going to be in a group, a group <laughs> training and, and we were going to learn uh, found, uh, formula, function formulas and pivot tables, I thought, how dry as dirt is that? I'm going to be so bored. But she wrote to say, you made something dry, a lot of fun, and that everybody has left knowing how to do what they needed to do. 
Um, so those are different things that people say about my work with them. Oh, that is so neat. I love hearing that. Um, you know, Donna, as you have continued to evolve in your business, uh, what would you say is one of the most impactful things that you've learned maybe this past year as we've gone through so many transitions? You know, whether that's something, a course you invested in yourself, a, a book, uh, you know, someone you've been following, what you've, what's something that you've learned that really comes top to mind of, as being impactful for you? Top to mind of mind for me yes. has been to learn to pivot when you are when things happen that you can't control. As yes. you know, I sustained a head injury. Yes. Um, not um, it's been a little a little more than a year now. Yes. So between pandemic and head injury, yes. then I had to think quickly about how to pivot and adapt to be able to run my business and give yes. my customers what they need uh, during difficult times for all of us, really. Yes. So pivot is really what comes to my mind immediately right now. Well, you have you have pivoted beautifully. Thank you. Um, is there any one area where you changed maybe where, where either you were surprised at the outcome or you tried something new and it um, you were really happy with the results? Yes. As a result of that hit to my head when yeah. I did get well and I could teach again, Yes, uh, I decided to, I got to thinking for one, I've always believed that chunk training learning is better. Oh, I agree. I agree. hundred <laughs> Exactly. I mean, we both know that yes. it's far more effective than it is to put someone in, in a six hour class. Yes. So the quick answer to what you're asking is that through that having to pivot, that I off, started offering clients uh, the the option of taking a six hour class yes. and then chunking it out into two hours. Now, some at first were sort of sort of resistant, but like, yes, let mm, me have to think about it because you know how human nature is that you get used to doing something the same yes. way all the time. Yes, but they. They all have pretty much. So let's try it. And they love it. So out of that, I now do training in that in that method and, and then the online piece as well. But that's the main thing. So that's what's come out of me pivoting. Wow. Love hearing that, Donna. Um, and Donna, really appreciate your time today. You know, for everyone who's listening and watching, we appreciate you joining us um, two weeks from today. Um we will welcome um, Terry Chapman with Fast Slow Motion. But if you're thinking, I'd like to, to learn more about what Donna does, be sure to look her up on LinkedIn. Her content is, is very valuable. Um, but also take a look at her website. Her contact information is right below. So until next time, we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>